Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to another show of Get Inspired with Guns. I'm your host and today I have an inspirational guest with me who's changing many lives as a motivational speaker and coach. Chris Harper has transformed not only her own life around, she's now helping many young people to reach their full potential and purpose in life. She currently hosts educational and motivational workshops around Texas. Chris thank you for joining me on my radio show. You're welcome. I'm super excited. (laughs) Oh, me too. I just loved our conversation last time about life and the universe and how it's so important to, you know, find your true potential in life. And what the first kind of question I wanted to ask you is that, you know, you've learned so much at a young age. Can you tell the listeners what your life was like before you decided to become a coach? Yes. um, Really, uh, growing up, I grew up in a single parent household. Um, Dad wasn't around. He was actually in and out of prison. Uh, my My stepdad, same thing. And I grew up kind of, <clears throat> kind of wondering like what, like what was I born to do? Mm. And it came from really my mom. My mom worked very hard, working multiple jobs. Like I said, my dad wasn't around, and so it was just <laughs> trying to learn about where I came from, who I was. I don't really have a dad. I felt like my dad didn't want me. It felt like not that my mom didn't want me. But she worked so much, so I just thought maybe she doesn't want to be around me. Like, as oh, a young wow. child, that's what I was thinking, even though that's not the truth. Uh, that, But that's what I thought. And so battling through that, that was hard. Battling through, at a very young age, learning about the difference between the haves and the have-nots. And I saw that, and I recognized that. And how I recognized it was... I was blessed to be able to be a part of, you know, youth events or travel to different states through church or sports. And so when I traveled or when I went to maybe even the other side of town, life looked different for other people besides what it looked like for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm coming back to my hometown or my community and it's, you know, kind of run down and you see the people walking around the street and you see the dirt and you see everything so kind of in chaos and dirty. And then you go to other places and it's not like that. So then you start to wonder why do I live like this and why do other people get to live like this? And so there's that battle. And how I got through that was definitely nothing but the grace of God, but also God giving me an avenue through basketball. So I was able to get some of those kind of negative things that were going on in my life or some mountains that were going on in my life, I reached out to athletics. I reached out to basketball. Mm. And so basketball is what helped me out a lot in my life, just getting, you know, getting through some of those hardships that I uh, was battling with at the time as a young person. So when you were playing basketball, how did you feel in that moment? (laughs) Like I was... Like, I was almost a superhero because I was naturally, like, I don't know how that sounds, but I was naturally gifted in basketball. Mm. So being good at something, even though life was a little chaotic, 
felt really good. And every time I was battling with something, I would just get my basketball and I would go outside. And it was it was knowing that something is good in my life. Something is great. I'm really good at basketball. I, I gained a little attention from basketball. And that's how it made me feel like, you know what? Something is right. This is the right thing in my life. This is the good thing in my life. This is the blessing in my life. This is the gift. And so I put everything into that gift. But mm-hmm. I believe it, it It was kind of a blessing and a curse, though, because hmm. when you put everything into one thing and you kind of make that thing your God, you idolize that thing. And so when, well, for me, when basketball didn't help me in those areas that only God could help me in, then I blamed basketball. You know, mm. I blamed myself. I, I put the blame on a lot of things because basketball was not that thing that was supposed to help me. I have to, you know, really be cognizant on on what I'm putting my energy on and what I'm depending on. And I'm depending on basketball a lot. So that was kind of the, the negative thing about it because basketball did not get me through those tough times, really, like it, like I thought it would eventually. And so then that's when like depression and a lot of those things came. Wow. So I'm guessing it was just there to relieve the pain for a short period of time, but not actually discover what the root cause was that was affecting you. Right. Right. And I, and I actually didn't realize what some root causes were. (laughs) Not really until it was too late, but I mean, honestly, I I just turned 25 and it's been. Oh my day. It's never too late. It's never too late. Right. Right. And I was like, (laughs) whoa, like I'm dealing with some stuff and it's been hidden through the game of basketball. Wow. So what was the turning point for you when you decided to transform your life around? Obviously you had, you know, basketball there. However, that wasn't what was helping you to transform. So what was it that actually helped you to just ultimately shift everything? Right. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure people, I, I think they hear this all the time, but the, the truth can stand alone. I was a sophomore in college and that's when depression really hit me hard and I did not know who I was and basketball was just not doing it mm. it had been doing it for so long and I'm just like <laughs> why isn't basketball working you know <laughs> basketball helping me smile and laugh again and at that moment I quit basketball I was actually a college basketball player I was playing in college something that you know hundreds and thousands of people want to do and I was living my dream playing in college and I quit my sophomore year, and it was nothing but God, honestly. Like, when you have nothing else to go to, and you just believe and have faith in, in this, this God that you've always been taught to believe in faith in. So, when you have, you, you're all, everyone, I think, I believe, has a turning point in their life mm-hmm. where they have nothing to go to but that faith and belief. In, in the in the, the the creator of all things, you know, the God of all things, have that belief and that faith in Him. That's the only person that I could turn to. And so at that point, that was a turning point in my life because basketball was not working, people were not working, you know, uh, alcohol was not working, hmm. smoking was not working, you know, um, relationships what were not working. So nothing's working, nothing's healing me. And so at that point, I could only turn to God. And that's when I made the decision to say, you know what, God, I have nothing else. I only have you. And that was the turning point in my life. Now, mind you, (laughs) uh, I didn't I didn't just turn over a new leaf overnight. It was definitely a struggle. 
because mm-hmm. I had to find out who I was. And so I, I continued to just battle through it and try to, you know, work, work to get through that hurt and that pain and that depression. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely a point where nothing else was working. Nothing, nothing was working. So wow. that's why. It's interesting you say that because like myself as well, as you know, it, it, you're so right. It's when you have nothing left to give and nothing left like you have this feeling about not being part of this world, that's when you realise that's when you need to turn your life around. Because for me, it didn't matter what battles were happening, if my left arm was not stopped working, my car accidents were short-term memory loss, it was all trying to teach me something, but I wasn't ready to learn. And it was when I kind of gave myself to the universe, I said, do you know what? I will, I, w- I will just surrender. That's when everything changed. Right. Right, right, and that and that was the same, and that was the same thing for me. It was just like, you know what? <laughs> there is something that I have to go toward, and I'm just gonna believe and have faith that it's this, um, this this God, this higher being that says, you know, believe in 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 me, and, and believe and have faith that I am the creator and I created you to do something amazing. Now turn to me so that I can teach you, you know, or come to me and be open to the teaching of who you really are. And uh, that's what I had to do. Uh, Mind you though, (laughs) I still (laughs) went on to uh, get into another broken relationship after I made the decision, you know, and and it was still kind of that, that journey. But I am now at a point in my life where you, you almost get to the point in your life where you're tired of running you're tired of uh, going through the same things over and over again. You're tired of feeling sorry for yourself and, and you know, going through so many regrets or, you know, just those type, those type of feelings. And you, you get tired of it, you know. You're tired of making excuses. You're tired of not being where you know you should be. You're tired. Like, it's hard. It's much harder to fail. Like, it's <laughs> harder to be a failure than it is to be a Like, you have to work hard to fail. You really do. <laughs> I don't realize that. But, um, yeah, I just want to be that, that woman. I want to be the woman that has a purpose, that that motivates other people, that helps people. Um, a, a woman with with power to pursue the power to pursue, mm. you know, the power to make a decision that this is not who I am and I'm not going to settle for what the world or my circumstances or what I was born into or the things that I saw growing up or the, the mistakes that I made. I'm not that person. Mm. So I'm now making that decision to to be that and continue to do that and, and believe in, you know, what, what God says that I am and believe in that. It's interesting you say that because we all have the ability to empower ourselves from within. And I think a lot of us don't realize that it's uh, the power of of our thoughts and our belief system. If we turn that around and we kind of rewire it, we can be whatever we want to be, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can. Absolutely. Yep. So, my dear, you're now a motivational speaker and coach. Tell us how you're helping young people to move forward. Yes. What I discovered was I just had this, you know, crazy idea to believe, right? You have to be crazy enough to believe. <laughs> and I said, what if, and I'm pretty sure you said the same thing. I think we talked about this briefly. What if I knew what I know now at the age of 15? <laughs> like, what if, like, I don't, I'm wrecking my brain. I, and, and when I talk to different educators and different people, I'm like, look, I'm bringing some personal development 
development in the building. They're like, they're not ready for that. <laughs> we have to understand that we're living in 2015, the 21st century, and the world is moving rapidly. And it has mm. always moved rapidly. But the thing is, our young people have access to things at a quicker rate. Yeah. Being able to, you know, you just type in something to Google and they can find it. So it's not that they're not ready for this higher level of thinking. They're ready for anything that anyone throws at them. Mm. They have the capacity to understand. We just have to bring it to them in a way that they can understand. They can understand. So I can't come in there talking about... um, you know, you have the Zig Ziglar's and the Brian Tracy's, Les Brown, T.D. Jakes, whoever you listen to. Um, and I say these certain things. They haven't experienced a lot of the the, the stories that I'm saying. They haven't experienced, um, you may maybe uh, learning how to be a millionaire. You know, they may have not experienced some of those things yet. But the principles, they can apply right now to their lives. And so what I'm focused on is really bringing personal development at a younger age. And you can call it life skills or whatever you want to say, but I'm making it a point to introduce them to people that we're learning from. So we read books, you know, the the Think and Grow Riches or, you know, whatever personal development that adults are reading, I believe that we need to start introducing these things to our teenagers and our young people. Because we have to battle with what they're already learning quickly. We have to we have to go to war with that now. So the fact that they can get on YouTube, the fact that they can get on the internet and find out so much negativity, we have to hurry up and quickly, you know, go to war with that and say, look, I know you're learning this, but this is also out there. So if you're utilizing YouTube, I know you're on YouTube, I know you're on Snapchat, I know you're on Instagram, <laughs> right? Like we know where they are. Let's introduce them to higher level of thinking on those same platforms. So that's what I try to to do with young people is introduce them to things that I'm doing. As I'm listening to, um, there's this uh, spiritual advisor, um, speaker, motivational speaker, pastor. His name is Dr. Miles Monroe. He actually uh, passed away. But his level of thinking Hmm. is amazing to me. And so I actually introduce them to people like that i introduce 14 year olds to zig ziglar to td jokes to brock tracy to grant court uh (laughs) right like um um, people that you know these millionaires listen to Mm. you know um les brown love les brown (laughs) you know i i so and we talk about the same things that these guys are talking about that millionaires are listening to, I make sure that they know the same thing. And that's and that's where that's where I am in when, wow. when I'm working with young people. That's where I am. It's so important what you're saying because it's so true that if we knew what we knew back when we were younger we would have excelled a lot more quicker. However, it seems like the school system doesn't allow you to kind of think for yourself and think outside the box. And it's beautiful to see that you're helping them to realise actually they have an ability to transform their lives around. Yes, the system might not say that they can. However, you're giving them that other option that actually they can if they just kind of just follow their gut instinct and follow what their inner being is. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And so that's what I... I just try, honestly, girl, like, I'm learning, too. (laughs) I'm on YouTube, and I'm on things trying to learn. And the same things that I'm learning, when I go into, 
my, my workshops or speaking engagement, whatever it is, I'm teaching them exactly what I just learned. Wow. Like, because it's not, it's not my information. It's not for me to keep a secret. You know, mm. it's nothing is mine. Everything that I get, I'm supposed to get. Mm. I'm so like uh, this, like I was talking about earlier, Dr. Miles Monroe, he talks about dying empty. Like I have to die empty. I have to, everything I learn, everything I bring into my mind and my heart, I have to make sure that I'm giving that to somebody wow. and not holding that in just for me. So that's what I'm working on developing um, uh, I'm working on developing like a personal development curriculum for teenagers and, Amazing. and, and bridging the gap between like hip hop culture, you know, a celebrity culture, whatever you want to call it, social media culture and bridging the gap between that and personal development and putting those two together and people actually teaching that, uh, in creative ways. So we can introduce them from, if you know about Justin Bieber, Hey, let's take a Justin Bieber song and freak. <laughs> Lift that joint to like a personal development curriculum for music. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I have a lot of things in the works, but that's what I plan on doing. Wow. No, that's unbelievable. Like, so what kind of responses have you received, my dear? I think it's more so I've I've repeatedly got the kids are not ready for that. The kids (laughs) need to be learning that. Like, do you know what these kids know? Go on. Do you know that we have, like, it's so amazing to me. And people like, we have kind of old school um, youth. <coughs> a lot of people that are in the youth department are kind of old school. Hmm. But people don't understand, you have kids walking down the street that have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, it's pretty nuts, actually. I agree with you on and, that. And not, and, and, and not because they're cute or <laughs> so funny, but they are very savvy. Hmm. So what if we taught them how to flip their social media platforms to a business? Hmm. So true. Right? What if we taught them how to flip their social media platforms to leadership principles, or you know, what if we introduce the kids that have a hundred thousand followers, right? Mm-hmm. What if that 16, 17 year old um has been introduced to the higher levels levels of thinking, both spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, whatever? Look at how much influence they have over a hundred thousand people. Wow. That is so true. It is. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not, it's not having the kids become like, hey, you need to, you know, you need to learn how to be the president of of the United States right now at 15. It's not that. It's just giving them, it's just life skills, Mm. you know, giving them the the information that you and I, I know we paid thousands of dollars for the Mm. coaching and the workshops and the uh, personal development seminars. Yeah. What is all the stuff that we learned there? We gave it to the kids alongside with their math, science, and the things they learn in school, what if they got all that stuff at right now where they are? They'll be entrepreneurs in the next year or two. <laughs> right. right, but that's the world we live in. So, yeah. but it, And it's okay. We can just say, hey, look, we're trying to build the, the, the next, not even just millionaires, you know, that's just a number. Yeah. We're trying to build the next leaders of the world. Mm. So we want the world to be better. We can't just teach adults how to be millionaires or how to be successful people, how to think like success. We have to now start teaching the young people how to think like success, and they're our future. Wow. If only you could see my arms at this moment. I have goosebumps all over my arms. It's just unbelievable what you're saying. You're so right. We do need to wake up the younger generations because... What I am finding myself, I don't know about yourself uh, when you go to school, Chrisica, but a lot of young people are more depressed now than they ever were before. Absolutely. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, and I even came across um, just 
just in my hometown. And we're not talking about a big city. I'm from the country. I know a lot of people are probably like, you know, she sounds so country. <laughs> just in my city, just in my city, I know personally, mm. personally, four children within the last two years that have committed suicide. Oh, no. Like that I, I, I don't know them like, hey, homegirl, but I know them. Like I know mm. them close enough to I was able to speak to them a couple times, you know. And they've committed suicide. And you're 14, 15 years old. You're in wow. high school. You're in middle school. Wow. You know, so it's not, I understand we have race issues and cultural issues. I understand all that. And I believe that those things will get better. I think, I think those things, I know that the, I believe and have faith that we will as a world get better. But it starts within. Yeah. It starts within, and I, I believe the personal development and the leadership principles and all the principles that we learn as adults, we start teaching those things to children, and I believe we can combat a lot of that depression and things like that. And, you know, uh, these kids go through so much nowadays. Mm. They go through so much. And so I, I understand why it's so hard for them because a lot of these kids go through more than adults, yeah. you know, at an earlier age. And so I understand that. We just have to do our best to reach as many as fast as possible and not think about ourselves and think about the kids. Mm, it's so true because a lot of them not only are battling just bullying like we went through when we were kids, they're battling social media stuff going on, they're battling also the latest fashions, which, you know, they used to only be four times a year. Now there's, I don't know, about 12 or 13 different types of fashions a year. Also trying to fit in, trying to be perfect, even though nothing will ever be perfect. And also the pressure of school and getting the good grades. And I think, like you said, and then if they're going through any emotional, physical or mental abuse or anything, it just it escalates, doesn't it, on top? Right. Absolutely. 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 So, my dear, we um, can you tell me how um, you help people to embrace their true self? I believe what I really try to focus on is purpose living and understanding who you are mm. and renewing your mind and not gaining. It's a it's it's cool to get motivation and inspiration from people. But when you start trying to become like them, I think that's what's detrimental. Mm. Very true. I, I, I got uh, some information from uh, one of my mentors and mm. she said, I'm going to, it was a specific person that I uh, really adore. And she said, I'm going to share this person with you, but I'm not going to share her too much because I don't want you to start modeling her. Like, <laughs> you. And I didn't catch that person. I'm like, what? Like, wow. You know, I want to, that's, that's who I want to be like. That's what I want to do. And she said, uh, you know, kind of subconsciously, mm. you'll start trying to become like the person that you look up to. So mm. then you're becoming someone else and you're not becoming you. Not being a true being. Mm. Who you are. And so we have to be careful when we talk about, for instance, mm, let's say, okay, uh, Beyonce. Uh, she's from Texas. <laughs> woman that's really successful. Someone that I definitely look up to because she worked hard for it. But I can't. I can't watch her so much because the way she dances, if I were to be a singer or entertainer or something like that, the way she dances, the way she sings, I can't model everything like her mm. because then I will be like Beyonce. I wouldn't be like Chrisica or a motivational speaker. I understand mm. that I'm a little country. 
do A, B, C, and D. And if we're reading books about maybe how to become a speaker or which is something I never really, you know, sought out to be. Not even mm. a day. I'm just like, I guess I'm a speaker, I guess. But <laughs> um, if I try to model so much after so many different speakers, I will start to speak like them mm. and not like me. Yeah. And so what I, and, and I'm saying all that <laughs> to say really tap into you, like really sit down, meditate, do whatever you have to do, be by yourself. It's cool to gain inspiration and motivation, but try not to look and watch so many people mm. because you don't want to start being like them because of what they have or what they've accomplished. Really look within yourself. What are your natural gifts? What do you naturally do without, you know, really even working hard sometimes? Like, so basketball came so easy to me. I knew that, you know what, I'm going to do something with basketball in my life. Mm. You know, even if I stop playing, I'm going to be do some type of coaching or training, I'm sure. You know, and that's what I'm doing. And it came natural to me to talk to people. It came natural to me to hear people's life story. And I would, I was so nosy. <laughs> and so that that's a thing. You know, when you're, if you're charismatic or if you're nosy or if you talk to a lot of people, what you do naturally, this is what I try to work with people on. Try not to copy people. Try not to do what other people do. Look within yourself. What do you do? What is your swag like? You know, sometimes when, when <laughs> I'm talking to kids, like Monday, I might be like real cute. Like, girl, I got my heels on. I got my shirt and my, <laughs> my, my dress jacket and my, my hoop earrings. The next day, I might have on like a simple little t-shirt, v-neck with some jeans and like my Jordans or my Nikes. Like, <laughs> but that's me. You know, mm. I'm, I'm I could be really prissy on Monday and I want to be a model. But on Tuesday, I want to just be like super laid back, cool with hoop earrings and my Nikes on. Like, that's me, you know. Mm. It's interesting so. what you said about the speakers bit, because like yourself, I've never had any speaking training before. And right. I went to a speaking event a few months back. And what they were trying to do is they was trying to say to you, do not be your unique self. Try to follow the system, copy it, then be your unique self. And I thought, wait a second, surely as a speaker, you should be your unique self because that's your selling point. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, I just try to be myself wherever I'm speaking or I just try to be like, be Chrisica. Like I'm a little country. Ah! I'm a little left. You know, I love people. I'm a little corny. My jokes are <laughs> like, I'm a little corny and I'm like super serious at the same time. Like, you know, and, but that's me and mm. I want to embrace that and I want to be that. And I advise everybody to just be themselves and, and, and not be afraid, not be afraid of who they are. Mm. Because it, the world, the world, the world and people, they're going to hate you anyway. Yeah. Like people are not going to like you. Some people are not going to like you for no apparent reason. <laughs> it's so true and it's, especially when you're on your purpose you're living with purpose and you're trying to right. be your true self people are gonna hate you because they're not being true to themselves and they're gonna make you doubt yourself sometimes however you've just got to keep going no matter what so we are coming towards the end of the show my dear so what are your five top tips for someone who's currently lacking motivation in their life uh, I'll go um, I believe that number one is if you're lacking motivation, understand that we're born not for ourselves. We're born to help somebody else. Like, 
the reason why you were born, you were born for like a higher purpose, like a higher reason. So when you don't have the motivation to wake up, when you don't have the motivation, ask yourself, if I don't do this, what will happen if I don't get up? That's, and I'm just going to talk about that one point. If I don't get up and read uh, about leadership, if I don't get up and do my meditation or I tap into my spiritual self, tap into God, if I don't do that, what is going to happen when I'm introduced to the person or the thing that I'm supposed to help? Hmm. So if I'm not prepared, I can't help who I'm supposed to help if I'm not prepared. Hmm. So for me, and I have my days where I don't feel like getting up, even today, hmm. and, I've, and I've worked with thousands of kids, even today when I don't feel like getting up and, and doing my reading, if I don't feel get, get up and, and work out, if I don't get up and, and tap into to God and see what God is telling me to do, when I'm introduced to an opportunity, I am not going to be ready for it. Hmm. That's the thing when we, when we you know, don't feel like getting up is we're not going to be ready to help or empower the thing or the person that we were uh, uh, born to help and enhance. If something is going on in your community, if something's going on in your school, on your job or in your church or in your, your ministry or your industry, if something's going on, you got to keep preparing yourself for whatever that thing that you're supposed to attack. And so every day, even when you don't feel like it, and as I'm talking to you all out there that, that are listening to this interview, I'm talking to myself right now. When I don't feel like getting up, Christica, you got to get up because there's a child that's depressed. And so you have to read what you have to read. You have to tap into God and see what he's telling you to say. Because if you don't and you're introduced to that person, you have that responsibility and you uh, are are. Or you're the reason if, you know, I have to blame myself. You know, mm. that, that's what I have to do. Wow. So when that child has a need to break through and that child is that night, that child is 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 um, maybe thinking about committing suicide or he's thinking about running away from home or that child needs some motivation. You have to say something. You have to be ready. Mm. And if you're not reading, if you're not meditating, if you're not working out, if you're not getting your rest, if, if you're involved in toxic, toxic relationships, your mind is not going to be ready to handle your assignment. Mm. So it's just like the classroom. Wow. You, can't, you can't pray the day of the test and say, God, please help me pass this test. <laughs> Universe, please. I need I really need this grade. You have to study. Mm. And sometimes God is going to say, look, I'm going to help you out. <laughs> but next time, you, you know, you got to come. You got to work with me. <laughs> God's like, come on, you got to work with me now. I'm working with you. You got to work with me. And I believe that, um, guys, if you're listening to this and, you, and you're not feeling motivated, hey, remove yourself from the situation and say, who, what, who or what am I assigned to do? And if I'm assigned to do something, I have to do my homework for that assignment. Wow. And every single day, there's it's, you're taking a small step forward to what you're assigned to do and what you're assigned to be. Wow. And that's what I'll say on the motivation tip. Wow. Wow. That's, I have no words, Christica. Wow. That's, this is why I love you, because you're just so powerful in what you do. You, you're understanding, you understand yourself. You are helping so many people, and it's just beautiful to see. And we are coming towards the end of the show. So can you t uh, tell us where my listeners can find you? Yes. 
Um, you can e you can email me at Chrisica L Harper K R I S S I C A the letter L and then Harper H A R P E R at gmail.com. That's my email address if you want to reach me there. I have an Instagram account and a Twitter account. They are both Coach Chrisica C O A C H. Chrisica, K-R-I-S-S-I-C-A. They're, they're both Coach Chrisica. So Twitter and Instagram are the same thing. And then my email address. I'm still working on my social media, guys. So any social media gurus out there, and I know Gertz is helping me. My sister is helping me, too. But I'm still working <laughs> on that. Uh, I have a website as well that's getting kind of worked on as well, chriscalharper.com. So we're working. So as I'm talking to you guys, I'm working on myself. So I'm, I'm excited to, to teach you all, but I'm also more excited to learn. And uh, let's all just work together and better each other. Oh, bless you, Chris. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in this show. I'm just so proud to be one of your friends because I know how much this means to you and how much you're helping so many people. And you're definitely a role model in motivational speaking. So thank you again. Well, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank keep, you so much. Uh, glory to God. Y'all keep, you know, keep walking in your purpose. Believe the dream. And remember, you have an assignment. So you have to be ready for that assignment because someone needs what you have. Bless you, my dear. We'll keep doing what you're doing and I'll definitely speak to you soon. Thank you, sister. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. What an absolute inspiration having Chrisica on the show. I just absolutely love her. The moment we started speaking, we spoke for about five hours on the phone and it was all about spirituality, knowledge and understanding your authentic self. And a lot of us are not living from that authenticity. We must because that is what our birthright is. That's what we've been given to do in this world. Unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGerds. That's I-M-G-U-R-D-S. And you can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds, where I'll be bringing you lots of inspirational and motivational quotes, videos, and content. And also check out my book on Amazon, which is called 52, uh, Educo, 52 Quotes for Leading a Better Life. And this week, I want to leave you with this quote. Follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where there were only once walls. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired.